Hello, I'm Ramey. And this is Dakota. And this is Leveling Duo, the podcast where two good friends talk about video games from past, present, and probably future. Yeah. So often, but not as often. I've been gone a few days. I was sick, and I'm still a little sick, so I'll try to make this pleasing on the ears as best as possible. It'll be okay, man. Just yeah. try to take it easy on your voice. I'll do my best. I appreciate you and Beth doing a recording to fill the space. And the recording also pointed out that we are moving all of our content to Wednesday releases when it comes to podcasts. Yep. You know what we're talking about today, right? I do not. A Sea of Thieves. Ah. Yeah. It came out in March of 2018, mm-hmm. Xbox One and Windows. It didn't come out till on Steam until 2020, though. Okay. You had to use the Xbox app to get your games. Do you know anything about the game? Uh, main thing I know is uh, it's pirates on the water, and there's a multiplayer aspect to it. Yeah, it's it's a huge open sea, and they called it the Sea of Thieves. Like, the characters in the game, the NPCs, the few that talk, will talk about the Sea of Thieves. We are on the Sea of Thieves. They just acknowledge everybody here is a thief. Okay. It's also full of ghosts and skeletons and stuff, too. You can come across skeletal pirate ships, and a lot of times there's an entire faction that goes out and tracks down a skeleton pirate on islands. They're like skeletons on islands that used to be pirates. Mm-hmm. And you bring their skulls back with their souls in them to drop them off at the Order of Souls. That's my favorite little faction. Oh. Uh, yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of them. The game is about some puzzle solving. Uh, the Merchants Alliance and the Gold Hoarders, which in my opinion are kind of similar. I don't know why they had to put them, but I guess Merchants, when they first added them in, had things like rum and plant deliveries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gold Hoarders are mainly just trinkets, treasures, and gold. And the NPC you drop them off at has like gold in his face where he's gotten cut and they filled it in with gold for some reason, I guess. Huh. Yeah, it's weird. They make him look as greedy as possible. He's like a real skinny dude. It's all, uh, and he looks the same on pretty much every island you go to. Every, um, there's a few outposts. That's what you call a spot where you take your loot to drop it off. Mm-hmm. It's like the civilizations. There's a, a few scattered about all these other islands. Nice strategic places throughout the map, you know. Mm-hmm. So you can get to them from anywhere. Okay. And that's where you drop your loot off and that's where all the factions tend to stay. There is one that isn't on that island, and it is the uh, Reapers. They are the PvP faction, and they, well, not necessarily all PvP, but they, when you have a Reaper's chest, they know you're there. It shows up on the map, and they can see you, and other people come after it because it's worth so much. Mm. It's like a PvP. Reaper of Bones is a group of pirates who are dedicated to chaos and destruction. Okay. Yeah, and the Merchant Alliance is an alliance of group of merchants who need your help to deliver goods. That kind of makes sense. Athena's Fortune is a legendary faction. It's only available to pirate legends, which means you've got three of the other factions at least to level 50. Mm-hmm. They offer most challenging voyages and rewards in games. I haven't done many of them because they are so challenging. Then you've got the Gold Hoarders who are obsessed with finding treasure. I like them too. And the Order of Souls, I don't mention them. My favorite. Because it's, you know, it's kind of combat You go up and take out some pirates on this island, or some skeletons on this island, and not just using a treasure map like the Gold Hoarders do to find an X on the map. Okay. The Gold Hoarders are cool, too, but you don't get your map markers. It don't tell you the name of the island. And when you look at your big map on your ship, it just shows you the name and the outline of the island. And the Gold Hoarders, when you get a quest from them, it just shows you the outline of the island. So you have to go through all the map and try to figure out which one it is on. It's a little easier if the other ones because it tells you a name and the picture. You kind of, it's, you have the name to go by. Okay. Before I go too much into those more... You could have a crew up to four people, but you could have a sloop, which is one person or a two person ship. You could have a brigantine, which is up to a three person ship or a one person if you're pretty good with it. And you can have a galleon, which is a four person ship. And I wouldn't recommend it trying to do that alone, but I've seen people do it. 
Hmm. Because you have to control the sails. Uh, as you move up in ship size, the sloop has one sail to control. You can adjust the height of it or the angle to catch the wind. You can catch the wind and you can look up at your little flag flying to see which way the wind's blowing to get to better speeds. Mm-hmm. Then you get a brigantine. It has two sails to control. Uh, and you have the what's a galleon and it will have three sails to control. And the more you go up in size and ship, the slower it is for you to turn those and raise those sails. And same with the anchor. It's harder for one person to do any of those things on the larger ships. It's just so much slower. And if you get stuck in a situation where somebody's attacking you to get your loot, you're out of luck because it'll take like three minutes to raise the anchor on a galleon by yourself. <laughs> um, and they've done shown up and blown your ship full of holes. Each ship comes with a food barrel. It used to be just bananas when it first came out. But now there's all kinds of things, pomegranates, snakes you can kill on the islands and cook up. There's a frying pan on every ship now. All kinds of stuff to keep your health up. A wood barrel to fix the holes in your ship that will inevitably show up because you can hit islands or other boats or things shoot you. Mm -hmm. You have your map. I mentioned that already. Whoever wants to steer the ship, control the ship, pilot a ship. I don't know what the word is. Sail the ship? Yes. I try not to do that very often unless I'm on a sloop or a brigantine. Mm -hmm. Scott normally controls the ships. And then you just... Adjust your sails to get the best wind speeds, find out where you're heading on the map, and head on in that direction until you get where you're going, depending on what mission you're after. They've put forts in the map now, like look like Spanish forts popping up out of the water on big rocky, well, islands, and you can go take on a bunch of ghosts of Spanish soldiers, and if you take over the fort, you get the key after you kill the commander, and there unlocks a giant treasure room, which has skulls, treasure chests, trinkets. It has something for almost every faction. It's kind of huh. handy. Oh, yeah? Oh. And then you have to take all that stuff you get, sail all the way back to an outpost, and earlier levels, you have to take it to each faction's building, one chunk of treasure at a time. You know, you picked up 20 things, that's 20 trips. Damn. And it's And you slow down when you carry this stuff. They were kind enough to add empty treasure chests. You can put the smaller things in. You can put three skulls in an empty treasure chest. You could put three trinkets in it, or mix match them however you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a nice add-on. Otherwise, you're doing still like three times the work. If you had a lot of smaller items, or you also have weapons, you have guns and swords. You can have a blunderbuss, a pistol, or a sniper rifle, which is just like a, a really bad rifle with a scope on it that that is not got a crosshair in it. It's got a crack in it that tells you where to shoot. I used to use it all the time, and then I found out the pistol is just so much easier. Nice. Yeah, I'm jumping all over the place here, but there's it's the factions that really are exciting, um, and the PvP. If you're into that, I'm not into the PvP. And this month, they're supposed to be releasing a Safer Seas update, which means you're just kind of, you and your crew are on the seas alone against the environment. You've got skeletons and stuff, but no Reapers or anything like that coming after you. Mm. That's what we're going to be playing more of since we're so bad at PvP. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you could praise an emissary flag if your crew votes on it. Mm-hmm. So you go to a faction, choose to represent that emissary or that faction as an emissary. You raise a flag, and the more you collect and drop off at their buildings, their camps, mm-hmm. when you turn that emissary flag in afterwards, if you've done a lot of it, up to level five, up to like $5,000 worth or whatever. I can't remember how the exact number works. It gives you extra money on top of it and raises your status in that thing. So you have levels and you pay to unlock those levels. You go to your, you go to your faction and it says uh, you're a level one. So here's a level one missions you can do. And then you can move on up the more uh, missions you do and the more, and you pay to unlock the next one. So it's always not a fortune. You make a fortune um, doing this. And so it's only like what a thousand gold at most to unlock a new level. But you've got like hundreds of thousands at this point if you're doing the game right. It's not bad. Yeah. So it ain't it don't cost enough. It's just a good way for them to, you know, get some more money out of you. <laughs> um but once you get faction to level fifty, 
early on. I recommend just raising the emissary flag for another faction until you get three. Then you become a pirate legend and you get a nice new outfit and all this stuff unlocks cosmetics. So different things you can buy or some of it's just free if you've gotten good enough. If you get to a certain point, like uh, I unlocked a, I guess a purplish blue uniform for being a pirate legend, mm-hmm. which means I got three factions to level 50 and it looks cool. And it lets people know I've been at this for a little while. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's nice when you've got, you know, cosmetic items that's symbolic like that. Yeah. And I've got, uh, they have a shop, like a, a actual cash shop. You can go and spend money on ship designs and sales. It's fine. You can do that. I did that. I bought a nice, um, but it was more like a, a gold hoarder's look. It's like an ivory colored ship with gold paint on the sides that, or gold lines on it. A big figurehead made of gold holding a skeletal guy holding a chalice of gold. <laughs> and uh, the sails are white with gold skulls on them. It's real fancy. And it makes people just want to rob you blind. Um, mm. uh, they also have a red version of all the gold for a more vengeful royal person. Uh, I bought that one too once I got blown up a couple times. <laughs> I've never done too many of the um, reapers like i said the merchants alliance sucked because you the items you carry for them is like plants you have to water the plants and clothing you can't get it wet you know how hard it is to get something off your ship without getting it wet i'd say pretty hard yeah uh stuff like that and you have to actually track down some of them uh, sometimes a ship goes missing for their missions and you have to track down the last few uh stops it made and pick up messages in a bottle until you find the ship get the goods off that halfway sunken ship and then take it back that takes hours me and a friend of mine done it and we decided we wouldn't do them unless we absolutely had to we'll just deliver stuff from now on for those people <laughs> and finally we got to level 50 and we just never done much at all but once you become a pirate legend you also get access to the um sovereigns which in an update i wasn't there for because i didn't play it for so long they added a secondary pier to each outpost island and so you have the one you normally start on where you mm-hmm. have the shop to upgrade your ship and you have the Merchants Alliance who they put on the pier as well. And then on the actual island itself is all the other faction stuff and the shops and all that. Uh, but the new pier that they put out beside that is a Sovereign's Pier, which is like a purple roof tent on what sometimes it's just a tent shack. And sometimes it's an actual tower with a purple roof, depending on what for, or outpost you're at. And there's one person inside dressed in a really fancy outfit, and on this pier will be a grab a um, harpoon gun. Each ship comes with harpoon guns now too, and you can use it to grab uh, loot off of beaches in case you don't want to carry it back to your ship one piece at a time. So they've really hmm. quality of nice. stuff, you know. Oh yeah. Because uh, used to be you had to swim out to your ship, back swim out to your ship, back. Uh, now you can just get your ship close enough and pile it up on the beach and harpoon gun it onto your ship. Well, they put harpoon guns on these Sovereign's Towers or shacks. And you can harpoon stuff off your ship to the Sovereign's Tower. And she will buy everything the Sovereign's will. You can take all your loot there to the Sovereign. All your loot gets sold to one place. You don't have to carry it up on the island. It just you pull a lever after you drop it all, after you grapple it all up onto your uh, plank you're standing on. Mm-hmm. Pull a lever, it drops you down right beside the Sovereign lady. And you can sell it all to her. So no walking back and forth. And it still goes towards the uh, emissary you got raised at the time. I guess she just distributes it out to people it belongs to. That's what the Sovereigns do. Huh. I don't know how it works, but she won't take the Reaper of Bones stuff. You have to take those to the Reaper's place, that little Reaper island I mentioned. Makes sense. And they, um, when you pick up a Reaper's chest, it makes this the big glowing symbol in the sky above your ship. So everybody knows you've got a Reaper's chest. <laughs> and it shows up on the map as a chest, a skull sailing through the sea. <laughs> um, it's dangerous to have them. I don't like it. <laughs> 
there's just so much to do. But the real fun of the game is doing it with your friends because I would do it alone. And it was fun. It was fine. A little boring. But now I've got friends. I can emote at them. I chat with them. Um, the goofy things happen like people fall overboard. <laughs> Our friend Mina does it all the time. She's always falling overboard. Really? Um, yeah. You can launch yourself out of cannons to get certain parts of islands faster. And you don't take much fall damage when you do it. So it's, 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 a, it's a worthwhile way of getting across an island if you die. If mm-hmm. you die, you go to the ferryman. It's like Davy Jones. You just chill in his ship for a while until his door on his captain quarters open and you go through it and you're back on your ship again. Now that's not so handy if you're on a big island somewhere and you've been killed by skeletons and now you have to travel all the way back there. The cannon gets you there faster. <laughs> we have had a group. You can uh, choose to raise a friendly flag, which lets people join your alliance. And once you have people join your alliance, any loot they sell, any loot you sell, also you get a portion of that. It's a better way of than just trying to blow somebody up and take their loot. It's a good way of Let's just form an alliance and we'll share our loot. Uh, we used to raise those flags until more people started just tracking our alliance flag to kill us. Mm-mm. So you, got, you need to be careful about that. But we did have an alliance of four crews for a while. And we decided to take on a, what is it? A, uh, I can't remember, an out, not an outpost. It's like a, another type of fort. And it will give you the Reaper's chests that people can track. But we had, a, you know, we had four crews with us. Four ships. Any one Reaper wouldn't have stood a chance. And then that little event a couple times had a couple Reaper's chests. Some new crew showed up, joined us, and was helping us. So we had five. And as soon as we got the last one on the boat, that new crew had snuck a bunch of explosive barrels on every one of our ships and blew them up. Mm. And took all our loot. So a crew of two took out eight other people and their four ships and took our stuff. And we all got together and tracked them down. Uh, But they'd already sold the loot. Because it took us a while to get across the Sea of Thieves. I just sit there and chat with them as everybody else sunk their ship because I couldn't convince them not to. And the loot was gone, so what was the point? Mm. They've been at this for a few years since the game came out, pretty much. A man and a woman. I don't know if they were a couple, but she was juggling some pumpkins as she was talking to me. I do remember that. Mm. I'm surprised you haven't played it. It was just one of those games, man, that I just... Not that I didn't find any interest in, but just couldn't really find myself the motivation to get into. Oh, I understand. It, well, try friends sometimes if you get a chance. It's it's on it's free on Game Pass. It's an Xbox exclusive or PC, but if you pay for Game Pass, you get it for free on Xbox and PC. It's uh, on actually my list of uh, games to get once I get a uh, gaming PC. Oh, there you go. Oh, and uh, one of the updates I wasn't there for, but he's still there, is a little mission, a little... Uh, storyline that you can run through the game because it has a story if you had a bunch of different stories but the one we've been doing is um captain jack sparrow's story they've added him into the game really yeah jack sparrow um interesting he was added in 2021 a pirate's life expansion you team up with jack sparrow to find the trident of poseidon it can control the sea of thieves so far i've taken on some sirens and usually the sirens are what you use if you fall overboard a siren will pop up and hold a little lantern so you can see her in the water, and you swim over to her, and she'll take you to your ship. If your ship's been sunk, she'll take you to the new ship. Um, mm. That's what they're for. Uh, but there's some bad ones, too. Some who apparently lost their voice in their crew, and their teammates had kicked them out. And now they're holding a grudge after all these years, and sided with Davy Jones, who was after Jack Sparrow. Of course. Sounds like a new Pirates of the Caribbean uh, plot. There's a mix of both, of the newer ones and the older ones, because Jack uh, Sparrow is in it, of course. Then you got, uh, you also got Gibbs and Barbosa. 
Mm-hmm. You come across a lot of things. You come across Davy Jones, the big bad. He's been siding with a lot of evil people in the Sea of Thieves. You got, what is that Spanish dude that hated him so much in the latest movie? The ghost ship dude? I can't remember. He was like one of the... He's uh, the reason Jack Sparrow became popular. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever his name was, he his you hear him talk a lot, so I don't know if he's going to show up later. When I started the expansion, I was on the... Uh, not the Dutchman, the uh, Ferryman, which is basically the Flying Dutchman of Sea of Thieves. And I went downstairs, heard a guy trying to get a dog to unlock his door. I was like, that's Jack Sparrow. What is he doing here? <laughs> and then I unlocked the door. The ferryman said, why did you do that? You don't know what you've brought through. Now the rest of them can come through too. And sure enough, I went upstairs and Davy Jones's flying Dutchman was there. And Jack's like, we can't fight that. That ship is not indestructible. We can't take that on. It's immortal. And of course, the Sea of Thieves has its own flying Dutchman. That's what you're on, the ferryman ship. And the ferryman says, well, it's about time it has a fair fight. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is nice. That's right. We're both immortal at the moment. I always hated the flying Dutchman. So it felt real good to attack the flying Dutchman. We beat, we fought him off. And it goes on and on. We try to, we're just on our mission. I haven't finished it yet. Um, we're still trying to find uh, that trident. But we have taken out the Siren Queen. We have went and got Jack Sparrow from davy jones who i think somehow i had captured him during that first mission hmm. uh and now jack is okay like hanging out with calypso on the beach of any outpost you go to to start one of the missions and somehow hmm. calypso got here too i wasn't quite sure how that happened i didn't hear that part apparently uh, maybe she's the reason this all started she got here first she seems like the type that causes mess now he is trying he said i'm a ghost i need to know how not to be a ghost i can't touch things and he's all upset about that. So there's a ghostly Jack Sparrow in my Sea of Thieves just having a ball. <laughs> but like I said, we d- I won't do those missions to love some of other people because it's fun. So me and Mina and Mikey and all of us, Scott, Scott really likes it. You walked through here and he's playing it just now. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's collected more money than any of us. He's multimillionaire in Sea of Thieves. He's like Barbosa in that last movie. The big galleon covered in gold. It won't even sell. My favorite thing to do in Sea of Thieves is play instruments you get a hurdy-gurdy you get a banjo you get an accordion and a drum and you select the song you want from a menu and just the whole crew can just take up the playing it and you can buy pets or have pets i have a dog that's dressed like barbosa and a cat that's dressed like calypso and a monkey named beth mm. we just have it's just so much and they'll dance to your music it's the the trip in between islands is actually more fun than the islands a lot of time just because of the wacky things that happen. You have a Kraken attack you out of the blue. Ghost ships that are green things pop up and attack you if you do certain missions for the Order of Souls. If you collect too much treasure, a skeletal ship will show up and attack you. You can have anything from the size of a sloop to a galleon. I don't think I've ever seen a brigantine skeletal ship. But they repair the holes in their walls, but they won't drain the water out once you get holes. So eventually you can't take them down if you're just a sloop taking on a big galleon. If you're just on a sloop by yourself, you've got to stop steering, stop firing your cannon, run downstairs, patch a hole, take your bucket, get the water off the ship, and then get back to steering and shooting. Combat is not the easiest. They've added new cannonballs into the game that some of them will raise your sail, raise the enemy's sails if you strike them. Some will, uh, well, they got the chain ball, which will just knock the sails down. They have the, it's like a disco ball. I don't know what it's called, a jiggy ball. It makes the crew start dancing. It's kind of like that one grenade in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of weird cannonballs. Uh, some of them that makes the uh, barrels not work on the ships. So if you fire the cannonball at them, 
they can't access their barrels to get wood or food or cannonballs. A lot of interesting ideas went into making those. And the snakes, they're annoying. You run up on an island, you hear a hiss, and next thing you know, you're blind and poisoned. <laughs> uh, so you chop them up and then fry them. Mina really likes to cook. She'll go out, kill snakes mostly. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen her kill a chicken or a pig, so it's mostly just snakes. Uh, I have watched her fry a pomegranate a couple of times, too. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I'd say I'd probably like the uh, cooking aspect as well. It's it's not bad. It's not very complicated, but it's not bad. It does sound delicious, seeing a strip of chicken sit there and bubbling in grease on an iron skillet. It kind of makes you hungry. <laughs> um, and I found grubs, and you have a fishing pole, but I, me and Mina never have figured out. I don't even bother Google, Googling it because it ain't important to me. But you can fish. I don't know how to attach the grubs to the fishing pole. I, I can fish, but I don't catch many fish because I don't have anything on the hook. And if you eat the grubs, which is all I know how to do with them, you get sick and start projectile vomiting everywhere. Ooh. You could blind other players with it if you time it well enough. Mina be good at cooking, and I'll run up behind her and eat a handful of grubs. Uh, and now, recently, it started leaving piles of sick all over the deck of the ship, so I had to stop because there's no mops. Hmm. I wonder if you pour water on it from your bucket, would it fix it? It might. Oh, there's also fireballs. You can shoot those out of a ship and catch a ship on fire. Hmm. And then you have to get a bucket of water from the big thing downstairs and then fill it and pour it all over your ship. There's scattershot balls that will... You could throw and, well, basically shotgun everything around them. Yeah, they've added a lot of different combat options in the game. But my recommendation, if you're going to get into combat, get good at the pistol or the blunderbuss. And uh, learn how to fire the cannon at range on a moving target because we just don't stand a chance no matter what we do. They hit us from a distance and we just can't take it up. And none of our aim is that good. We practice. We've practiced for hours and none of us consistently stay that good but people have been playing since 2018 so so what would you consider is the like ultimate goal or is there one more money to unlock better cosmetics for your ship mm -mm. uh raise your status uh you get uh titles underneath your name and underneath the name of your ship now that there's guilds you get a captain ship you have to be on a captain ship you have to buy a ship with a lot of money because you start the game, you get a free ship. You can choose any of the ship sizes you want for free every time you start the game. Start to join a crew, play as a crew, play by yourself, whatever. It's all free. But every time you want to decorate that ship, you have to go to the ship rights and attach all the stuff. And then every time you start the game, you have to do that. Unless you buy a ship with all the goals you've made. And then it's your ship. It's a captain ship. And then you could deck it out. It stays that way. If you save it, when you're installing it, you say save permanently. Save permanently. It will always be on there whenever you load into the game and choose that ship. You get to name the ship, too. And you can have one of each size. And now they've added guilds, so you can donate your ship to the guild, and your other teammates can sell it, and the ship's rank goes up, which unlocks different titles for the ship, like the Feared. And I've gotten 40 different titles for my ship, and I've gotten more than that for myself. I'm awesome. the um, Skeletal Exploder. I'm the Legendary so-and-so. I'm the Feared Dr. Ed. There's just so many different titles. And, of course, cosmetics for your ship also unlock See, Scott has a um, Plague Doctor outfit that he got through leveling up and buying in-game money. And I paid real-world money for that Plague Doctor outfit and didn't know it was something I could unlock a future. Mm. And now I don't even wear it. I wear my Master Chief armor. <laughs> <laughs> a Master Chief's armor or a... Um, I just dress my character like a clown half the time. I also have like a Banshee look. It's called the Banshee. She's like a ghostly woman. In a, a, she's not a ghostly. She's a skeletal woman in a wedding dress the other outfits you buy from the shop a lot of them don't just you know change your entire character type they will just fit your body whatever so i have a very large woman character that i'd picked a long time ago mm. so i gave her an orange afro uh painted her face white bright red lipstick 
and she wears her purple, bluish, legendary pirates outfit. And people just have a ball watching her dance and play hurdy gurdies. And I like Dr. Ed. She's fun. Hmm. It kind of makes people pause too when they see my character. Most of them just have nice outfits in the same face that they were picked when they were starting because you have to pay to change your face a little bit of money like three dollars or you could just make a new one but you lose your levels nobody wants to do that i like my character i like running around with my monkey or my cat and my friends taking on forts and skeletal crews sometimes other players but i like making friends more Hmm. like you see somebody in the distance you start dancing at them they have d20s now dice you can roll in the emotes so you could choose to settle your conflicts that way if you like i've seen people do it interesting they each roll dice and if one loses instead of blowing up the other ship they just they lose and they give them their loot and they both sail away hmm. yeah and sloops don't don't sleep on sloops i'll say that uh, we've had more than one sloop sail circles around us because of their speed and nimbleness and there's not much we can do about it um even if you know eight cannons if you can't hit nothing they don't do very good and they're hmm. easier to park i don't know i recommend the game if you ever get a chance play it dakota uh, I probably didn't do it justice. I played it when it first came out, just for a little while, and then I started playing it a month and a half ago or so. It is the game I go back to most. Well, that's good to hear, man. I don't hear you talk too much about games that you like to go back to like that. No, I mean, unless it's something I go back to about once every year. See, I'm getting in the mood for Elden Ring. And since Beth is so oddly busy now, I might just start streaming Elden Ring. Because I don't know what it is about this time of year. It makes me feel for Elden Ring. I guess it's when the beta first came out for it, the beta mm-hmm. test. And I watched a lot of stuff and didn't get to play the beta back then, but I did watch a lot. And so for me, as a start of Elden Ring season, I really want to play it again. But that's all I had. I really enjoy it, and I think more people should play it. And now that the new update's coming out, if you don't want to fight other people, Safer Seas is, will be here soon. Well, I mean, I do plan on eventually playing it. It's a skill-based game, I should say. There is nothing you could buy that would help you at all. I do enjoy that. All about the games. stuff is cosmetic. Every bit of it. Even the stuff you buy... Well, in-game money is cosmetic. There is not a single thing you could buy in that game to make your life easier. Hmm. Other than just working hard and getting good, and we are just not good at PvP. (laughs) I don't know, with me, man, I think I'm just going to mainly focus on exploration Uh, at first. I've got titles that talk about my unlocked exploration, how many islands I visited. I need to change my title. And my ship's title is still... The Unlucky, I believe, because of how many times it sank, I got uh, a title unlocked for it. Yeah. The Bootylicious. That's what I named my guy in, because of my character. <laughs> Even Beth enjoyed it when she played it. And Beth's picky. Very picky. Yeah, like Sims. If it ain't Sims or Halo, I don't know what else she'd play. <laughs> I guess that's it. Thank you for listening, and thank you for putting up with my absence and the weird schedule we've had here lately. Um, uh, no problem, man. You got to focus on your health. Yeah, I just wish it would get a little bit better. We um, all do. <laughs> uh, I'd like to lose about thirty pounds and gain some muscle. <laughs> if you like what you've heard here, the Gruesome Gaming Group—that is our podcast network—has two other podcasts. We have Brother Knows Quest. It's a podcast where I tell my sister Beth about tabletop role-playing games. Soon, we will be streaming a few of them once we get the schedule right, now that we got it all set up. So it'll be on our YouTube. We also have Horrific History and Hauntings. It's where my sister tells me about exactly what's in the title, Horrific History and Hauntings. We do have some holiday episodes coming up for that, so look out for those. And if you want to find all these podcasts, 
You'll find them in the link in the description. It's a Linktree link. It will take you to all of our socials, our YouTube channel, our website that will have all of our podcasts with their RSS feeds there uh, to give you an option to donate if you want to do that. We'd appreciate it. Just pick on a podcast you want and all the links will be in it. If you want to reach out to us, those social links are there. Twitter is a good one. And... Um, YouTube comments, we will see those. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe, share it, let other people know about it. We'd appreciate that. Most definitely. Thank you again. I've been Ramey. And this has been Dakota. Leveling Duo logging off. Logging off. <laughs>